Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Ask the expert on Lunchtime Live. Every Thursday afternoon, we give you the opportunity to get free advice here on Lunchtime Live. And today, it's the turn of Ian uh, Rotherans, Barry Kenny. You're very welcome, Barry. Good Thanks, afternoon. Andrew. Good to see you. Now, if you have a question for Barry, um, send it in to us. The text number is 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. Or if you want to chat to Barry on air, you can call us 1800 453106. Before Barry, I go to call her questions. Um, was it about 3.5 billion the Department of Transport got in the budget on Tuesday? So, how many more trains are you going to have now? Well, I suppose we've trains on the way we have 41 yeah. carriages that are we've the first of those have been delivered they'll all be delivered uh, by early next year they'll come into service uh, during next year so that means more capacity it means more services as well um, I suppose a very important one for customers is that the 20% fare reduction mm. which was introduced in uh, earlier this year is going to be continued right through to the end of 2023 at least and the 50% that's good. yeah it is absolutely and not fi- for your finances though no but I mean what ha- that's that's the model is that we are if you like compensated for the fact that there's reduced mm. fare revenue through uh, the direct public service obligation payments and that's I suppose the decision that every government and regulator yeah. has to make everywhere yeah. in the world about public transport and the young adult card the 50% off and that's been extended to uh, 16 year olds and up in second level education as well so very good in terms of I suppose as everything else goes up in price public transport's coming down Brilliant Asuntha's with us on the line today Asuntha you have um, you have a question for Barry what is it? I have well I suppose the the, the the famous trolley. <laughs> when is the trolley coming back? The tea trolley. <laughs> yeah, I'd, yes. I'd say. I'd, sorry, yeah. something. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah. No, I, I'd say to be fair to you, it's probably the most asked question uh, at the moment. Look, <laughs> I knew, I knew that. Yeah, but no, we're very look, we're very keen to get it back. It is difficult because um, just to recap, our provider withdrew from the contract earlier this year. It's challenging out there in the market. What we're trying to do is, even if we can get some level of catering back on an interim basis before it's all back everywhere, but all the suppliers we're talking to are having difficulties in meeting that requirements. We're working on it. We do hope to have it back as quickly as possible. Obviously, I know. Obviously, yeah. we've got retail facilities in a lot of stations, but we appreciate people want the trolley back to their seat. Mm. Uh, are you I re- think what... Sorry? No, go yes. on ahead of something. I think what... I travel... I'm from Kerry originally, and I travel a lot, and it's... Uh, you know, by the time I leave my house, it's three hours, 20 minutes and I could leave my house in the suburbs an hour before that. So I'm just dying for my, I love my cup of tea. I don't need yeah. food. I could bring, you know, just a cup of coffee on the train. I and I I really love traveling by train. I think it's great. The this, this system is so much improved otherwise, you know. That's great. Well, but the so, other, so, I, I have another. Oh, go yeah? for it. Yeah, no, sorry, I, I was going to say I was on the train to Farron 4 a week before last myself and I, I looked forward to changing at Mallow to get the coffee on the platform and then go, then go on yeah, my way. Yeah, it, it so. is missed. I, yeah. I got the train to Limerick there recently during the summer yeah. um, for the show and like, you, you do really miss... It's just, look, it's it's part of the service offering. It's what people, I suppose, it's an aspect well, of people like. the providers you know I mean? that are in the station, you have loads of retail providers yes. in the train station. Can none of them, would none of them Again, want to take on the I think a lot of them it's to do with staffing, is to do right, with costs, you know. Okay. Yeah. You had another question as well, Asuntha? Yeah, the, uh, the other thing is, I came back, I was in Galway with a few people, I only came back last night from Galway, travelled Monday to Wednesday and had booked, well booked the seats and everything in advance. And each time... <laughs> The, the, my seat in particular was occupied. Each on each 
journey by a woman who hadn't smoked the seat and was, and was very reluctant to move. And the train was very busy on Monday because the students are going back. I have no issue mm. with that. That's why you book, you yeah. know. And would she not get up or something? Oh, well, she did eventually. But like, reluctantly, it was like as if it was my job to start around and then she sat she said she'd sit opposite and I said no there's another name there some other person will be coming there and she said oh they mightn't come (laughs) (laughs) I I think to be fair people are observing those seats more we would ask everybody to observe the seat reservations and obviously if there's any issue with those displays we have the last round of our recruitment at the moment for customer service officers so very soon we'll have customer service officers on every intercity train and they'll be there to assist people if there's any issues like that. Oh so, brilliant, so you can yeah. go and report them to just, just, well, just hopefully this was a pre- train warden, was preven- get up. It's preventative Great. really to, to ensure that people are assisted to find their seats. Hopefully you'll have your seats so or something the next time you're you're back on the train. Listen, thanks a million for, for getting in touch with us today. 1800 453 106. Before we go to um, any more callers, Barry, I had lots of messages coming in from the start of the show when I mentioned you were going to be here today. About four weeks ago, we were talking about the two euro charge on bus errand when you book online um, for people who are using their free travel pass. Mm-hmm. Is that, what's the story with Erin or Erin? Do you charge no, there's a, free it's travel? No, the, there's a means on our website and indeed if people aren't familiar with the website they can uh, do it by phone as well. Uh, it, there's a seat reservation facility and there's, there's no charge on that. So if you, have the, if you have the free travel card you can use the train for free. Bus Erin charge you two quid to do it. As I, I don't right. know what the situation is Bus Erin but the yeah, seat do, reservation yeah, is, a, is available euro. online. Yeah, uh, John and Cork is wondering how do you select the routes? Is there any chance of a Cork to Nace route, w- route without going near Dublin. Thank you. Well, you go beyond Nace and Dublin is right there. I, I think to be fair to John, the train doesn't stop in Nace because with an intercity train, you're going to stop in the bigger centres, fewer stops to make it a faster journey. We do have interchange points. Most of the Cork services would, would, would stop uh, at either Thurles or Port Leash, and people can interchange there for some of the intermediate mm. stops. But Cork to Nace, to be fair, there's not going to be a really huge demand. The train's going to go to Dublin. Well, the big flow is between the two yeah, big cities. John is a customer anyway for you, a potential customer, so he's uh, he's inquiring about that. Mairead is on the line as well. Mairead, what's your query for Barry? Hi, Andrea. Hi. Uh, my query is, Barry... Um, my daughter travelled on the dart to Sandy Cove last Saturday afternoon and there were security people checking the carriages. Is this a new service on the dart line? Well, we've had, we do have, Mairead, uh, security patrols. Uh, we have increased them in, in recent times. Uh, obviously, it's about ensuring that we, you know, provide a safe and secure travel environment for as many people as possible. So uh, I would hope that between that and the joint operations we have with Gardaí, uh, that your daughter, when she's travelling, we, we'll see more security that's more visible because that's certainly our intention as I say just to make it a pleasant travel environment for everybody Were you happy or was your daughter happy Mairead to see the um, the kind of the security personnel on the dart I think there should be unmanned train station especially the one in Adamstown and Lucan where it's in an isolated area Yeah as I think a, a lot of people actually always like to see, you know, the, the, the security basically on the carriages. You that's know? it. And you know, they, yeah. as they go around in teams. We, we've increased them quite a bit. And we've also then got, uh, I suppose, a central monitoring uh, station where they're connected to the teams that are out on the ground and also CCTV mm. and all to the station. So it means that if issues arise, we can respond more Good quickly. Good stuff. Mairead, thanks a million for getting in touch. 1800 453 106. That's the number to call. John is online too. John, what's your question? Hi, Barry. Hi, Um yeah, I was on a dart recently coming from Connolly out Northside and you have these new signs on the dart, Barry, which have illuminate 
the next station you're coming to and a little light comes on with all the stations that you're, you're, you're approaching or you're at. And I was, I was flabbergasted to note that on this sign, you've completely left out Clongriffin Station. So if I'm in Hope Junction and I say, what is the next station I'm coming to? It'll say Port Marnock, not Clongriffin. These signs cost a lot of money. How in the name of goodness can you leave off a station as prominent as Clongriffin? John, they're not new signs. They're actually very old signs and we're in the process of replacing them. That's why Clan Griffin isn't, isn't on uh, those old illuminated signs. You might have seen in some other darts, we've got new screens that are being inf- installed uh, on the fleet. So it's, it'll be a lot more flexible in terms of the information that's provided. So they're, they're not new signs at all. I, I, you've, you've somehow, I suppose, managed to avoid there's a small number of carriages with those particular signs, uh, but they've been there for many years and, and, and they will be removed shortly. So Clan Griffin will be on the new sign, will it? It'd be more like the station information sign that oh, you yeah, see where yeah, the next, yeah. you know, where it's about to serve and where it's serving next. Good stuff. Uh, rather than the map. John, thanks for getting in touch. 1800 453 106. Now, Con has sent in a really interesting text, Barry. He's wondering, will you please ask Barry Kenny why Irish Rail can't have designated quiet carriages? They're really common in the UK because you have people playing music, games, films and Netflix and they've no headphones. It's constant issue in trains now and as a regular commuter, it's the bane of my daily journey, says Con. Um, I don't think it's a practical thing on a dart and commuter type environment where it's very very kind of high level and I don't think that's something that you would see internationally. Uh, we are in the process when we expect I think by November to reintroduce quiet carriages on initially on the Dublin Cork route uh, and then extend beyond that as well and what we'll be doing this time as well is ensuring that you can choose to book the quiet carriage so that people when they see where they're booking they're aware what the situation can is. Can you take a phone uh, call on the quiet advance. carriage now? Well you just have to be Mindful of other people, right. you know what I mean. It's yeah. don't be roaring down, the, <laughs> roaring down the phone. Well, I am well projected, Barry, so that'll be a problem. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, I think anything, whether it's a quiet carriage or not, it is about consideration for other yeah. people. Use the. Oh no, well, this yeah. thing of people playing Netflix and no headphones, yeah. they should be put off the carriage. That might count as antisocial behaviour, Andrea. Yeah, you know, so, well, yeah. it, it does. To be fair, and it's about consideration. But the quiet carriage will be about specifically. Do you want just that kind of you know? camera and, and actually mm. you know we've been talking to representative groups for, for autism and Asperger's as well and so there's you know a significant group of customers that it's very important okay. for their journey yeah. also 1800 453 if you have a call we've a load of text though in um, now this li- listener why are there no later departures from Houston on the Waterford line even the last one leaves Houston at 8.15 it only goes as far as Carlo if we want more people to use public transport you need to give them more options yeah and that's why we're, I suppose, we're getting more trains we're training uh, more drivers it is, I think, the probably next obvious step in time in terms of timetable expansion. We do have a timetable public consultation that's live at the moment. It finishes on the 2nd of October, so whatever, we're about three more days for that because we'll be changing our timetable in December. So if you have views, go to our website, irishrail.ie. If we don't have the resources at this timetable change to make them, mm. it's something that obviously... Well, you can put in a request for a train. Well, it's basically, what is your view? Do you like the changes we're proposing? Do you not? Are there changes that we haven't put forward that you'd like to see? And that's how we get the, as was the feedback from customers uh, more clearly in terms of planning future okay. services. And we do that with the NTA. Yeah. Paddy's on the line as well. Paddy, what's your question? Uh, first of all, I live beside the train station in, in Lusk and Rush. I'm just wondering when will the DART be uh, servicing that train station? And the second question is the car park on the Rush side of it. There's lads up there every other night using the car park for doing donuts and streets and tours and everything else. Okay. So I live about. Uh, across the field and you can still hear them. I was just wondering, are, are, are you aware of that? Okay, uh, just on the dart, uh, the dart, um, we have carriages on order 
uh, they will be delivered in 2024 coming into service in 2025 and that will be part of extending the DART uh, to Drogheda which will take in uh, Russia and Lusk as well I know we have joint groups with the Gardaí on every route uh, so issues like that yes that, that is something that has been reported and mm. we'll be working with the Gardaí to prevent that from happening uh, as well as intervening directly in the in the area as well Have so, you CCTV at that car park that yeah, Paddy's we, talking we, about? We would, we would there as well You so, do? Yeah, right yeah. It would be very easy for the guards to track that down so yeah. okay Paddy Paddy, thanks for, for calling in. Uh, Miriam is online too. Miriam, what's your query? Hello there. Um, my query is that um, on three occasions in the last two months, I have been unable to get a car parking space at Cork's Kent Station. The new Dean Hotel was allowed to open without even providing one car space. They were told that it's only a five-star hotel needs to provide a car space. So people who are um, in the hotel are taking up all the car spaces so it meant that instead of getting the train, which I like to do and I want to do, I had to drive um, to Dublin on two occasions. And on the third occasion, I had to go to a local hotel, get a taxi in and then get a taxi back. I don't think that's good enough at all. And I think something needs to be done with either the hotel or with Erin Road Erin to allow us to either to book um, a car space in advance. Mm. You can book a car space, but you're not you're not um, uh, uh, guaranteed a space. Okay. So um, I, I think something must be done about that. If you, if you want to encourage us to use the train, um, and I must say the Cork to Dublin train is an excellent train yeah. and an excellent uh, thing. But I mean, if you I need can't... You to be able to park. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can't, I can't, um, um, I can't... Um, uh, Get, get, use it if I can't get car space. Okay, Barry. We do two areas there and I'll be, I suppose it is something I need to follow up Miriam in terms of just the, the capacity uh, that's there at the moment. So there are two areas uh, available in terms of car parking there. Um, I, I'm surprised to hear that, that they are full uh, in that way. I know it's good to see we have numbers coming back post-COVID. We're, we're pretty much back at pre-COVID levels on, on uh, intercity. So there is that second area. The other thing we are doing is we're increasing the frequency of commuter train services to Kent Station to allow people to come to the station without having to drive and obviously there's improved interchange with bus services as well but appreciate that a lot of people do need to use the car to get mm. there so look it's something I, I, I'll, I'll check there but I'm surprised to hear that it's happened so frequently yeah. so Will you check that out for, that. for yeah, Miriam really yeah. Okay Miriam thank you for, for getting in touch with us 1800 453 this texter um, not happy Barry they say virtually every day there's technical issues with trains and signalling problems why is it happening so often and why don't you get fined? Oh, well, actually, there was a report this week which uh, showed that all public transport operators under the NTA can either have penalties or can have, uh, I suppose, kind of performance, not quite bonuses, but additional payments if you exceed. And we actually significantly exceeded um, above any other operator yeah. uh, 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 well, and had a relatively low level uh, of fines. I don't know what route you're, t- what you're, you're referring to. I don't think we have that level uh, of issue in fairness to other callers. I think they've, they've referenced the fact that the, they find the service quite reliable. So uh, we, we actually, as I say, there is literally a contract mm. there. We would be penalised more if it was technical issues every day. It isn't. Okay. Aidan and Bray is wondering why Irish Rail put commuter carriage. Can you ask Barry why Irish Rail put commuter carriages to Wexford and Ross Lair 
at times. Yeah, on certain services there, I suppose they double up as commuter trains, if you know what I mean, that you've got, uh, if you're travelling at peak on a Dublin to Rosslare service, you can have a lot of commuters from the likes of Greystones, you know, Wicklow, Arklow, uh, and it's simply to meet the demand uh, that we put the commuter services on some of those. Uh, I think there's a, the, the core kind of morning, lunchtime and evenings are intercity trains, but just to meet the demand, we do need to have commuter services, uh, carriages on some of them. Again, we have new intercity carriages coming. Uh, it's one of the things we can look at is can we allocate some of those mm. there? Andrew in Sligo was wondering when will the Western Rail Corridor come back? Rail has never been so popular. Well, we have the Galway to Limerick uh, line that uh, is open quite a few years and indeed, uh, and particularly as was well this year, we're seeing it now a lot more long distance commuting for mm. students because yeah. of the accommodation yeah. issue and that's obviously very, very, so look, it's good for our service but it's a good option for, for, for the students. The All-Island Rail Review is on at the moment, the Department of Transport are leading that with the Department of Infrastructure in the North and it is looking at do we extend the Western Rail Corridor further? Do we go from Athenroy up to Clare Morris? Uh, uh, so that will be out, I believe, by the end of this year and that will mm. set really the strategy for the future. Yeah, one of the other points as well on the text coming in, Barry, because I know certainly Bus Air and are advising people at the moment, Just and I'd look, it's a good thing more people are using public mm. transport due to demand to um, ensure that they book their tickets online yeah. pre-travel. Are you guys doing yeah, the same? Abso- absolutely. And in fairness, yeah. you know, most people are doing that now and, and I think the fact that it was mandatory during COVID meant that uh, you know people have, have switched and, mm. and understand and particularly you know as they for, for all customers and when you've got big events so yes absolutely particularly if you're travelling in the busiest times you know that it is just as I say you, you have your seat reservation involved whatever and it allows us to plan our services better as well if people book in advance Okay listen Barry Kenny as always thanks a million Barry for thanks, joining Andrew. us here yeah on the programme today always great to get listeners questions and queries uh, answered and thanks Barry for, for popping in Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.